Welcome to Today Around Uganda. My name is Andy Fred Max. The Chief of Defense Forces, General David Muhozi, has apologized after journalists covering National Unity Platform President Robert Chagulanyi were beaten by the military. Chagulanyi, the MP for Chadondo East and former presidential candidate, had gone to the United Nations Human Rights Commission to present a petition on human rights abuses within the country. General Muhozi expressed displeasure and described the soldiers' conduct as unprofessional and promised to take disciplinary action against the errant officers within two days. They do get briefing and certainly I don't think anyone in his mind can brief soldiers that you go and beat anyone in your way. That's why we even craft rules of engagement. But people, for one reason or the other, and that one can only be verified from the investigations that will lead to prosecution about the motivations that drive such actions, errant actions of some of our members or even for that matter. He reiterated the Army's strong commitment to maintain a strong partnership with the media fraternity in the course of executing all core functions as laid out in the Constitution. The media cannot be enemies of the state. They will never be. They are partners, very critical partners of the state. And we cherish and value your role. So the media is highly, highly, highly regarded. Uh, I think what we need to do is each one of us to discharge their duty responsibly. Because even truth be told, sometimes you also cross the line. But does that make you an enemy? Not at all. The Military Police Unit Disciplinary Committee, UDC, the lower court of the court-martial has convened and deliberated on its officer and militants who assaulted journalists in Kampala on Wednesday. The disciplinary unit, presided over by the chairman, Lieutenant Colonel Guy Mpandwa, sentenced the commandant at the scene, Captain Jesse Odwen, was jailed 90 days in Machindi military barracks. Another three soldiers were jailed 60 to 62 days while one soldier was severely reprimanded according to a statement from the Deputy Uganda People's Defense Forces spokesperson, Lieutenant Colonel Deo Akiki. They were sentenced to different uh, punishments and uh, that's how we make justice to be done. If justice is, it must be served in a transparent way and uh, we are happy that uh, our leader, the commander of the forces, General David Muhozi, has come out clearly on this matter, apologized and promised to help those who were involved. In the UPDF, we never close an eye to anyone. You make a mistake, you pay for it. At least eight journalists were battered by the military police personnel as they were covering the national unity platform Noob's former presidential candidate Robert Chagulanyi as he delivered a petition to the UN offices over alleged human rights violations in the country. Uganda Women's Parliamentary Association has urged members of parliament in the 11th parliament to elect a female speaker. The chairperson of the association, Pamela Kamugo, together with the treasurer, Dorothy Nshaisha, said that there is a need for gender balance in all arms of government because currently both the executive and judiciary are headed by men. The MPs say that the current speaker, Rebecca Kadaga, has performed well and women deserve to continue. 
It is our desire as women of this country and on behalf of women members of parliament of the 10th parliament that we request the members of the 11th parliament to retain the position of the speaker being the third position in this country for women. It is our request. In addition to her, we've seen the judiciary. The justice is a man. The deputy is a man. So why can't we also have parliament to be headed by a woman? And we've seen she has delivered. Dorothy Nshaisha, who is also the Kamwenge woman MP, asked the president to also give the position of vice president and prime minister to a woman, saying that the last time the country had a female vice president, she performed well. Nshaisha said that they want the number of ministers, especially cabinet ministers, to be increased and have asked the leadership of NUP to emulate FDC, choosing a female leader of opposition. His uh, Excellency, the President of the Republic of Uganda, have appointed women in decision-making positions. Uh, we still request to maintain and increase the percentage. We appreciate that he has appointed the Minister for Education as a lady, Minister of Presidency, Minister of uh, um, Lands, uh, Minister of uh, Health. We, we also request that uh, the President appoint uh, the Minister of Agriculture as a lady because it is on record that they are women who normally participate in agriculture more than men. The executive director of Uganda Revenue Authority, John Rujoke Musinguzi, says that the proposal to tax bank withdrawals did not originate from them. Earlier this month, there was a letter from the Ministry of Finance seeking the opinion of the central bank on the impact of introducing a tax on withdrawals in commercial banks. Rujoki, while appearing before the Finance Committee of Parliament, said that they are treating this as a letter from social media because they have been attending to policy measure meetings, but this is not one of the issues that was discussed. I don't know where it came from. Uh, it is certainly not one of the recommendations from Uganda Revenue Authority. Uh, so I, I want to believe that it's not true. Or if it was, if there was a discussion, it has not been brought into the policy, uh, policy measures meetings. Rujoki said that the authority cannot be blamed for non-performing tax policies as they are just implementers. He said that currently they have a target of collecting 12 trillion shillings in the remaining six months of this financial year and tax on social media access, OTT, has been one of the best performing measures in the first half. Uh, interestingly, OTT is one of those that has performed beyond the target, so... In terms of revenue collection, it is not failing as a measure, but maybe the other angle is uh, the impact of OTT to look at. Uh, the other angle could be, is there another way of going about this? So these are all possibilities that can cause a review. For one month now, Ngora County MP David Abala thought he had been re-elected to parliament. On 15th of January, the district returning officer, Peter Todu, declared Abala a winner with 8,303 votes against Juliet Achai Lodu of the NRM party who pulled 7,513 votes. But on Tuesday, the Electoral Commission made a U-turn and declared Achayo the winner to the utter display of Abala. Electoral Commission spokesperson Paul Bukenya says the commission has ascertained that Achayo was the winner. Bukanya explained that MP Abala was declared without results from the whole constituency. Though Bukanya did not reveal the number of votes that Achayo has obtained, he told this radio last evening that Achayo was the winner and her name is going to be gazetted. Achayo is the winning candidate for Mora County. 
Achayo uh, is the winner of that election, not Abala. We are starting the results of the elections. Yeah, I think the first declaration was made minus some point. So we're not attending the results of the elections. Achayo was found to have obtained the highest number of votes. So she's the name we are gazetting. Would you be impatient to share with us the votes that she has scored? Definitely. We will be doing exactly that. Mm, would you share with me? The ascertained results show that she's the winner of the election. I mean the number of votes. Yeah, I don't have it with me now, but that is the result. That's why we've gazetted her. Abala accused the Electoral Commission for having been compromised to overturn his victory, but promised to take the matter to court. They have not communicated to me. What I know, if, if, they, have, if they have declared her, it now means they have been compromised. They have been given money. You know, even Jesus, it was money that they used for betraying him. First of all, uh, I am... Uh, I am I'm working around a corner. If 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 they publish today, that's when they may, uh, I will not stop. Because I may, I may be unable to stop them. But if it is tomorrow or Friday, I will stop them because uh, I'm, I'm working around the clock to make sure that the legality, those illegal acts, that type of element of cheating, that I have cheated, that they robbed the people, that is just a total robbery. They claim to be clear, but they have robbed the people more of their life. It is uncommon for the Electoral Commission in Kampala to overturn the results of the district returning officer. An explosion on Wednesday killed six children in Maji refugees settlement, Okusijoni sub-county, Ajumani district. According to Taban Peter Data, Ajumani RDC, the four were among 11 who were playing in a yard. Eyewitnesses say that the children came across the metallic object and picked it before it exploded, killing four on the spot. The ban called on locals to be vigilant and urged people to desist from picking strange objects they come across. He says preliminary investigation indicates that the object could be an old hand-propelled grenade, which is suspected to have been dropped in the area, which was a hotbed of rebel activities during the Lord's Resistance Army insurgents. Eleven children were playing in the field. They went a bit to the bush they found the propeller grenade. grenade. So when they picked it, they started playing with it. So it blasted. So four children have died. Just at the age of eight, seven, very young, young children. According to the NC3 chairman, that has been the real playing ground of the LRA. They used to play in that area, so they should have dropped that kind. The incident comes barely a week after another explosive object killed two people and injured two others in Okawa village, Lewa Parish, in Pakele sub-county, Ajumani district. Last week, a 15-year-old boy was also killed while playing with an unexploded grenade in Kapelabiong in Teso. Ruizi region has registered 169 cases of livestock theft in the seven districts in four months. Samson Kasasira, the Ruizi region police spokesperson, said the cases are from the districts of Mbarara, Isinjiro, Chiruhura, Ntungamo, Ruampara, Ibanda, and newly created Kazo district. Kasasira said that out of 169 cases that have been reported in the last quarter from the last month of October, November, and December, Chiruhura has the highest cases, with 50 theft cases. He says reports indicate that most cases are family-related, where a member of one family steals cattle within. The increasing cases of cattle theft have been attributed to the high demand for meat in the urban areas and the East African region. Once stolen, cattle are smuggled to the urban centers like Mbarara and Kampala or across the borders into Diara Congo, Tanzania, Rwanda or Burundi.
And this brings us to the end of news around Uganda. Thank you.